0: A cup of coffee with my with my mom. To miss all these super interesting content.
1: <laughs> okay, so I've got my microphone on top of two Bibles. Is that good? <laughs> as
2: well, long as one of yeah. them is the King James and the other is the NIV, then I think you're good. Ask me in twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> the Revised Standard Version and the King James.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Let's just call it a test. We'll see how the conversation goes. And, um, you know, maybe next week we'll try the, the Torah or the Quran or something uh, just to see if that enhances it or diminishes the, uh, the witty repartee.
2: Okay. I mean, technically, the Torah is in both of those as well because it's the Old Testament, right? The first five books of the Old Testament is the Torah. Is that true, Mom? You have Jewish friends.
1: Well, we call it the Pentateuch. <laughs> I beg your pardon? What's that? Pent for five. Pentateuch? The Pentateuch? Yeah. And there's
0: also, I think, isn't there the Septuagint?
1: Oh, my goodness. You know, this is above my pay grade. I write humor.
0: Well, you brought it up. You're the one with two Bibles underneath I... your microphone.
1: <laughs> well, they were the right thickness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, well, I'm certain that the... Um, shoot, what was it? What did we just I don't know, about? but you're
0: certain... That's all we know I for am sure. are certain. certain of
2: I'm it. I'm totally You're sp- certain. Oh, yeah. Of what? I'm certain that the first five books of the Bible are the Torah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds logical.
2: And I'm certain
0: that Septuagint is a Greek word that refers to something seven. in the Bible. Seven. seven, something or
1: other. Seven.
0: Maybe it's the first seven or the last seven or maybe it's the New Testament. I don't know.
1: I'm surprised know. Chuck doesn't know that. He's filled with trivia.
0: Yeah, it's a real shock that Chuck's not up to speed on what the Septuagint is.
1: Chuck's full of trivia.
2: (laughs) Full of something.
0: Folks, if you're still listening and you have access to Google, go ahead and look for the Septuagint and let me know, or my mom on Facebook, what it is we think we're talking about. Um, Anyway... Enough with all that. The Bibles are in place. Your microphone is working. Chuck, how much time did we actually spend trying to get ready for this conversation? I'm just curious now that we're years into doing this, if
2: it's working out slower or faster from a tech standpoint. I would say that um, we spent approximately 12 minutes getting the AirPods working. With Well, the, the AirPods ones. are
1: relatively new. I mean, I've used them the yeah. last couple of times, but I'm if I don't do it every day, I don't learn it. Doing it once a month just doesn't, you know, doesn't cut it so, for me. So
2: we've got to increase the uh, schedule and get yeah, more can, coffees with do I don't think so. Day.
0: Mathematically, Chuck, I, I'm very discouraged because I haven't seen any improvement in <laughs> years. I mean, from the moment we sat down to try and start <laughs> recording these, I haven't seen one ounce of improvement in the time it takes to get ready. And just, I mean, folks, I can't even describe it anymore, the level of bafflement and wonder that everybody, including me, it's like every week, there we are again, cows looking at a new gate, baffled, baffled by the strangeness of the tech. I don't think there's any way out of it, or forward for that matter.
1: Did you just call me a cow?
0: No, no, I was likening your expression of bovine wonder the same one that we all have, right? When you're trying to figure out what to click on, it's that expression right there. You're doing it right now. It's a mix of confusion, skepticism, and uh, like world weariness. Coffee. I know how you feel. Coffee. I'm just wondering how you're gonna talk yourself out of this. Well, I'm gonna go right back to the beginning and say it's a cup of coffee, which we have right here with my mom, who is right there. And right here. And Chuck, who's <laughs>
2: everywhere you want to be. I did not make it into the song, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> a cup of coffee with my mom and Chuck. <laughs> we could redo it. What's up, Mom? How are you? People want to know, including me.
1: I think Chuck needs a haircut. <laughs> Chuck, you need a haircut, huh? Thank you. It's a little long in the front.
2: It is a little long. It's in the front and um, getting there on the sides. Let me explain to you why my hair looks like this is because I'm so tired. You're in of a play. Yes, yes, I'm in a play called Life. And uh, every time your son loses, you know, his hair thins a little more, he says uh, to me, you know, if I had hair like yours, I'd grow it down to my ass. So that's what I'm doing. I'm finally taking him up on that. And I'm saying, okay, I'm going to let it grow and see how far I can get before it really irritates me. It sounds okay. like it's already reached that level with you. Is that correct? Well,
1: no, it doesn't irritate me. I would think it would irritate <laughs> you, though, falling down in front of your eyes. But it, that's none of my business. It You're does, still lovely.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Well, that's great.
0: Good. <laughs> but tell the truth, man. I mean, you have amazing hair. You just have amazing hair. I don't say that really with uh, anything other than just normal envy from one dude to another. If I had hair like that, I'd go full Sam Elliott. I wouldn't do the man bun, but I would have it, I'd have it long. I'd do stuff with it for sure. Your hair Mm. actually looks a lot like my mom's at this
2: point.
1: Hmm. It's not.
2: Except hers is darker.
1: I think yours might be a little grayer, Chuck.
2: Yes. Yes, it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. What a
0: miracle that is, Mom. How could we possibly explain your hair being slightly darker (laughs) than
1: than Chuck's? Well, I don't do anything to it on, I wash it once a week. That's That's something. Needs it or not. I don't put any color on it. That would be... Oh, oh that would be such a nuisance. Is that true? That, well, do you that know, is I your natural f- color? Yeah. But it's really very gray. Uh, I don't know why it it's, looks dark here. It
2: does
0: look dark, well, yeah. Well, look at Chuck's, and then look at yours, and let's <laughs> right. discuss what gray is. I mean...
1: You, let me tell you something. I have a friend here... She's a lovely woman, and she has her hair colored. I don't know how often, but at least once a month, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: it costs a lot of money. It's like a couple of hundred dollars. And then another friend, these are my card-playing friends, another friend just got a permanent, and it cost her $189. I was shocked. Yeah. And then my other friend who plays card has her nails done every every 3 weeks. People spend a lot of money on their on themselves
0: on stuff that grows. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I I don't do that stuff because I don't have the patience to sit there Oh, while well, somebody takes one strand of hair at a time and puts color on it. <laughs> I do not have patience to sit there while somebody messes with my fingernails. Um, but it's who was the girl them, that used know? to
0: cut your hair over at the place in the strip mall? Do you still go there?
1: I, I do. Dad would like for me to go right closer by. But, you know, when you find somebody who cuts your hair the way that you like it, you yep. tend to want to keep going. Her name is Cherie, and... She's been cutting my hair for I don't know twenty years, and um, (laughs) she's a real sweet girl. And she cuts it; it always looks pretty good after she cuts it.
0: Well, that's by all means that'll keep you coming back if you're shooting for pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was (laughs) shooting for pretty good. Listen, during COVID, (laughs) I cut it myself, and boy, was it awful.
0: Oh, like a fright wig.
1: It was terrible. I mean, the sides and the top were one thing, but the back was just impossible. (laughs) But that was then, and this is now.
0: Were you cutting Dad's hair, too?
1: Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, he doesn't care.
1: No, he really doesn't. And I have to encourage him to get it cut, but he's been pretty good the last year or so. He, He says himself, it's time for a haircut. I mean, all these 60 years, he's never said that. I always have to say, it's time for a haircut. So, okay, so...
0: When you cut his hair, do you do you trim the ears as well?
1: Oh, I wouldn't cut his ears because...
0: Uh, no, the ear hair. He's on the, a blood the, thinner. The hair, not the ears <laughs> themselves. I
1: know what you mean. I'm just putting you on. I do, but that's why I like him to have it done professionally because it's hard to trim the hair on the top of his ears. And it's funny, I wrote a poem one time about Grandpa and how... Yes, hair growing out of his ears, but I don't have it right here, so I shouldn't even mention it.
0: Um, So you haven't committed it to memory?
1: It's in my poetry folder.
0: Where is your poetry folder? On your computer? Yeah. Go ahead and find it.
1: Oh, I might Mm -hmm. lose you.
0: You think the 12 minutes with the AirPods uh, was uh, a long time? No, we can do stuff in, in the edit. I'm curious. I want to hear the poem about granddad's hairy
2: ears. I didn't know... I didn't know you had. It sounds vaguely familiar to me. Didn't didn't you, didn't you give us a verse of this before, in a Gosh. previous? Uh,
1: I'm not sure. I st- I gave you this one. Let me see.
0: I think I would have remembered, Chuck. I pigs. don't know. God, little it sounds pigs, little pigs. I remember. So yeah, pigs is okay, a good one.
1: Okay, fun poems for children. I can't help it. The banshee. Um,
0: that's a good one too. Banshee's oh, a good one. Oh yeah, that's one. a good one. Banshee.
1: To Rio. Nutrition, The Backwards Boy, The Farmer. Okay, it must be in this one, poem, the poems for the boy. early reader. I love to I read Thunder that. Coming Home. Oh, My Grandpa, here it is.
0: All right, My Grandpa by Peggy Rowe.
1: Okay, I don't know how to make it bigger without losing you guys. My grandpa's funny looking. He has a shiny head. The hairs that used to grow up there grow in his ears instead. His skin is loose and wrinkly. Sometimes his teeth aren't there. When Grandpa goes to sleep, he sounds just like a grizzly bear. <laughs> he doesn't skip or run fast. I don't think he can bend. But I don't care how Grandpa looks. He's still my favorite friend.
0: Ah.
1: Oh. <laughs> I know. That's sweet. Yeah, sentimental.
0: Yeah, well, you are... You are given to sentiment, Mom.
1: I am. You know what, Mike? I just had the nicest experience just two hours ago. I ran into our um, administrative director yesterday. He came out on the bocce ball court, and he was telling me that they were having a centenarian luncheon today. Across the They're street, eating centenarians? We- yes. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Um,
2: (laughs) There have been some cutbacks of a a little priest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. A month or so ago, they had a centenarian dinner here in Independent Living. Mm -hmm. And there were like 23 people over 100 years old. I know it was 105. And so today, they had one over in Assisted Living, and they have eight centenarians there in assisted living, and six came to the luncheon. What an inspiration they are. And I had a really nice conversation with a 103-year-old woman, and there was a woman there, 106.
0: Good grief. Were their ears very hairy?
1: No, not at all. Hmm. But they were perky. They all had little corsages on. They were dressed really in a festive way. They just, it was moving. I found it strangely moving some of them had a relative to come and join them and they had the most beautiful cake so I met a woman whose name is also Margaret you know my name is Margaret
0: yeah in case you
1: didn't remember
0: that Mm -hmm.
1: my nickname is Peggy but her name is Margaret also and How did they get Peggy out
0: of Margaret, by the way? That's what Does, I was wondering.
1: Go figure. I don't know. Nowadays, they don't do that. Um, a nickname for Margaret nowadays is like Marge or Maggie or Maggie or, yeah. or Margot. But um, back then in the 30s, it was Peggy. So, so weird. Yeah. So anyway, her name was Margaret also. And her grandson was there with her. And her grandson is the sous chef over there in assisted living. Mm-hmm. And he started here at Oakcrest years ago as a waiter, a server in the dining rooms. Our servers are high school kids. Yeah. And so, isn't it nice? They have so many employees here who began as servers. I just thought that was an interesting point, something about my I wonder, home. I mean...
0: I think it's interesting to be having lunch with half a dozen people who are all over 100. I've never done that. What's their level of engagement, Exactly, by and large?
1: I could only have a conversation with two of them because the other ones were engaged, and I didn't want to interfere. They had a speaker, a presenter today. The two people I spoke with were as sharp as a tack <laughs> and fun to talk with. I, I can't vouch for the other ones, but they looked like they knew what was going on and they were enjoying their lunch. So... Good. Yeah. You never know. I might have assisted living to look forward to someday, but well, not today.
0: I mean, it's hard to know what to hope for, really, you know.
1: <laughs> you want with me regard to go to straight, assisted to living. Living. <laughs> straight to the memory I mean, unit. <laughs> I,
0: well, I w- <laughs> no. I want you to live for many, many, many years... But yeah, I want you to live your your absolute best life. You know what? As long as you're, as long as you're observing. I was thinking about you the other day in terms of you know who people are fundamentally at their core. And you, I've always just kind of assumed you would be a writer in terms of how you would identify you yourself at your core. But I don't think so. I think you're an observer. I think you've always been a watcher of things. You know, whether it's bocce ball or all these things. That's not to say you don't participate, but you're such a good audience member. Chuck, your mom was the same way. Agnes was such mm. she was such a great hang in the audience and so appreciative of the things that she saw, you know, whether it was us screwing around in a barbershop quartet or or a Broadway show. That mm-hmm. level of appreciation and enthusiasm, you know, as an audience yeah. member. I just I just think there's something interesting about that.
2: She was a great audience member it la- laughed really one of those laughs that you hear from backstage, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, you know, Al Agnes is in the house, you know. Yeah, it's good. She had a
1: great voice. Oh, Speaking yeah. voice. Did she also sing? I didn't.
2: Oh, she did. She sang beautifully. And uh, you know, my grandfather played in a band. And they had a couple of numbers worked out, daddy's little girl or whatever. And, you know, um, I think they both would sing the bejesus out of Begin the Begin. And um, yeah, you know, there was a story of where she won a singing contest when she was a kid. She came home with $20 and my grandmother beat the hell out of her. (laughs) Because she (laughs) hit her with a shoe. Uh, yeah, because she thought nobody gave you twenty dollars because you were singing. She's like, I swear to God, you know. But uh, yeah, so well, so your grandmother thought you into the twenty bucks the uh, the hard way, the old-fashioned way. Yeah, well, you know, what does that say about what she thought That's of my funny. daughter? I don't Not much. Know. <laughs> Not much. Once your no. mom
0: starts beating uh, you with a shoe, you've got to start Sonny. thinking about all kinds of choices.
2: Sunny was, mm. uh, you know, she was an interesting gal. So. Yeah.
0: Well and on that I was note- thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> Why are you holding your ears, Mom? What do you hear?
1: Well, because uh everything went dead for a second. So whenever I get a phone call
0: Oh, your phone's on.
1: my ear pods don't work anymore. So oh, I well, think I'll turn off my phone.
2: What's this is well, a there great you go. idea?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna turn go ahead, it turn off, off really. Yeah.
1: Oh I forgot how to do that. Let's see.
0: You put on airplane there. mode, you can turn it off. You can Okay. It's yeah. off. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking about this because last week or last month or whatever it was, we were talking about that play in, uh, that you saw up in Pennsylvania. Moses. Like with all the animals in it. Yeah, Moses. Right. And the way you just mentioned, you know, like when we talk about bocce ball and all of it. You're an observer. How is the bocce you know, ball, by the way? How's the? Oh, it's group? good.
1: Well, I'll tell you what their record is. 18 and 4. That's excellent. Ooh. And they are in first place but i'll go back to what you said about being an observer last week i mentioned that our servers in the dining rooms are by and large high school students and they earn these wonderful um, scholarships at the end of their three years here or maybe four years here and they can use them for any kind of further education whether it be a trade school or a four-year school or whatever so at the end of their term here, they have a ceremony. It's called the scholarship. Oh, I had a really nice folder I was going to show you, and it's gone. Hmm. Your well, where father could
0: it have gone? Like, oh, yeah, he'll do that. Yeah. You can't leave he things lying folders. around there, Mom. He loves folders.
1: I know. But anyway, so they asked me if I would speak, and I did. And I spoke for maybe, I don't know, 15 and the first thing I said was, you know, living here with all these old people, I so look forward to dinner time because that's when I get my kid fix. And it's true. Having these young people come to your table and wait on you is just mm-hmm. precious. They're so funny and they're so, some of them are scared at first, you know, it's nice to see them evolve. But I said to them, my favorite place to sit in the dining room is with my back to the wall so that I can see the action. I love to just look out and watch them engage people, take beverage orders and appetizer orders and bring the food. And I complimented them on being so patient when they bring the food to our table and none of us can remember what we ordered. (laughs) <laughs> they just are. So, they just are so patient for young people. But who anyway, had the
0: linguini? Well, I don't know. No one knows.
1: Nobody can remember. Put it anywhere. Because that was Put ten it minutes ago. <laughs> we ordered that. Yeah, that was before we had our appetizer and our soup and our salad. <laughs> who can remember? But anyway, yeah. So that was an interesting evening. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We had thirty-three scholars this year. Thirty-three. That's great. Kids who got That's scholarships.
0: Great. Yeah. Did they um? Was, did they play my video again this year? They for did for MicroWorks.
1: They played your video. You made the nicest video for them. So I, my purpose in speaking was to introduce you and your video. I finally got around oh. to that in the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Dad, "I'm going to make those kids laugh because they look so serious. They just, they just were so serious and into the moment." I said going to make them laugh. And I did. They laughed. What'd you do?
0: (laughs) How'd you do it? How'd an 85 year old woman make a bunch of nervous scholars laugh? I just talked to them
1: about what I observed about how I saw them learn life lessons. And one of those lessons happened like two weeks before when a man called them over to his table and said, take this back, I can't eat this chili. It doesn't have enough beans in it. Who ever heard of chili with just a few beans? And the server just smiled and and took it back to the kitchen. And minutes later, a woman at another table nearby called a a waiter over, uh, a server, and she said, come here, hon, I can't eat this chili. It has beans in it. And I played bridge tonight, <laughs> and just watching their reaction, you know, it is just really neat. Um, their patience. I mean, it's amazing. I don't know what they say about us when they leave. I'm sure they have a lot to <laughs> well, say that we probably wouldn't want to hear.
0: well, you were but saying like, things that they're probably not allowed to say or discouraged from yeah, you know, they exactly. can't tell those stories, but you can.
1: And things they can relate to. One night um, after they were off duty and waiting for their parents to pick them up, Dad taught a couple of them how to play shuffleboard. They had never played before. And then they beat him. Well, they <laughs> thought that was hysterical. And I thank them for beating him because I can't do it. He's, he's really good. I've seen them in the fitness center working out before they go home, and they looked at each other, and they said, oh, that's you, yeah, that's you, you know, things that they can relate to. And, Mike, do you remember, I'm sure you do, last November when Dad turned 90? (laughs) I do. And our immediate family came, and there were a dozen of us, and we um, reserved a small dining room. And that evening, we had... Our waiter was so attentive to us. This was part of my talk. I said, you were amazing. You did everything but chew our food for us and play the violin. <laughs> oh, they thought that was great. And then I said, but when you came back later and burped us, really? That said everything. <laughs> well, they, t- they thought that was funny. So anyway, yeah, I was able to make them laugh. And then I mentioned That's my good. 61-year-old son. I said, 61 years ago, we had our first of three sons, and i like to remind him that he's old enough to move here into Oakcrest. They all know who you are, and they thought that was hysterical, that Mike Rowe was going to move here into Oakcrest.
0: Yeah, that's pretty funny, all right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also said that um, you weren't interested at this point.
0: Um, (laughs) At this point. At this point. At this this point. point. No, I'm just looking now on my computer for the poem I wrote for Dad that night. Since we're reading poems to each other, and you're writing about hair that doesn't stop growing in ears, I wrote...
1: Oh, that was so good. Some of these
0: people listening might know this if there's anybody listening at all. Oh, Nothing Rhymes with 90.
1: Uh Uh-huh, that was so good. Want to hear it? Sure, go ahead.
0: If you were turning 91, my job would be a lot more fun. Already would this poem be done, but nothing rhymes with 90. If you were turning 92, I'd write some limericks just for you, filled with thoughts on which to chew, but nothing rhymes with 90. If you were turning 93, I'd write a long soliloquy. For much I'd thank you, cleverly, but nothing rhymes with 90.
1: Let me tell you this. When you got to that point, by the third Mm -hmm. verse... Everybody was reciting with you. But nothing <laughs> rhymes with 90, all 12 of us. Go ahead.
0: Sorry. That's what I was shooting for. Uh, if you were turning 94, I'd write some lines to underscore my gratitude and so much more. But but nothing, nothing rhymes, rhymes with, with 90. 90. There you go. If you were turning 95, a ballad I would soon contrive. In song, my words would come alive. But...
2: But But nothing rhymes rhymes rhymes
0: with with 90. So, Mom, when I say but, you don't have to repeat but. Okay, I say but, and you just hit me with nothing rhymes with 90. All right, it's not complicated. If you were turning 96, my words would come along with picks. With every line, you'd be transfixed. But nothing rhymes rhymes with 90. 90. Oh, for God's sakes. All right, close. We're going to get the last one. If you were turning 97 and not yet singing songs in heaven, to 86, I'd add 11, because nothing rhymes with 90. What does that sound, Chuck?
2: What? It sounds is like that? a hamster I, crawling is over someone scratching a. scratching
1: something? Oh, I was smiling. My fingernail <laughs> is out For
0: right? God's oh, sakes, oh, would yeah. you mind just uh, a little? Just focus. I'm almost done the poem. <laughs> sounds like a hamster's <laughs> chewing its way through a wall of Velcro. <laughs> what, sorry,
1: what, Mike, but it, it, I just noticed. This is what t- it sounded
2: it's time like. This is what it sounded like. I'll tell you
1: what It sounded like this, right? Okay, I'm done. Folks,
0: that's how you know you have the audience in the palm of your hand, right? When you're three quarters (laughs) of the way through a personal tribute and they start filing their nails, (laughs) picking their toes, or trimming their ear hair, that's that's when you know you've got
2: them. I'm like going, is a rat eating through a wire somewhere? I mean, it literally is like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) These mics are so sensitive, aren't they?
0: Yes. Yeah, you know it's it's funny how you put an emery board on one and start rocking it back and forth. <laughs> People hear it.
1: Can you hear me swallow this coffee? Yes. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. It's a bit much. Where was I? If you That's were turning ninety-six, <clears throat> no, my words would come along <laughs> with pics. With every line, you'd be transfixed. But
1: nothing, nothing rhymes, rhymes with ninety.
0: With 90. If you were turning 97 and not yet singing songs in heaven, to 86, I'd add 11, because nothing rhymes with 90. If you were turning 98, I'd write an ode to consecrate the character you demonstrate, but nothing rhymes with 90. 90. If you were turning 99, I'd spell it out in words that rhymed on a wall. They'd hang enshrined, but
2: nothing Nothing rhymes rhymes with
1: with 90.
0: You guys are awful. And so I guess we'll have to wait another year or two plus eight to circle back and celebrate with poetry and birthday cake. Because even though I cogitate and ruminate and vacillate and rack my brain to animate the feelings that I wish to state, I can't deny or obfuscate the simple fact that here of late, I've come to get a bit irate because I can't articulate of that there can be no debate and so i'll wrap this up post haste let's live a life that's unencumbered even though our days are numbered we'll reconvene when you're 100 cuz nothing rhymes with 90
1: so that was lovely everybody i thought the
0: slurping it. and the filing really helped brought bring it to life on in the in filing outside. was key
1: i can do it more if you'd like i got no, nine I'm more good. fingernails. <laughs>
0: Hey, speaking of watching things that you can, uh, you know, file while you watch, uh, I want to make a recommendation to you. Have you heard of Brigadoon, obviously?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Have you heard of (laughs) Schmigadoon? No. Boy, are you in for a treat, Mom. You're going to love Schmigadoon. Do you have Apple TV?
1: Oh, you mean it's a real thing. I thought you were making it up. It's a
0: real thing. Well, no, it's not a real place, but... Neither was Brigadoon. This is no. a, it's a, real TV a TV program. show. This is a TV oh. program on Apple TV.
1: I don't know if we have Apple.
0: All right, we'll get it because you're going to love it.
1: <laughs> can you get that it, on any TV?
0: Yes. No. But you have a smart TV, so you can get it. Oh, okay. It's just cost a couple of bucks. You've got it.
1: Apple so it's not TV. Gonna, okay, I'll write Apple that Apple TV.
0: Okay, and the show's called Schmigadoon. And it's a parody, of sorts. It lampoons not only Brigadoon, but half a dozen other. Music man, yes, all musicals of that time, of that. uh, What do they call that? That made you Mm. Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. yes, and Carousel, yeah, right. All those classic standard musicals, right? It's really. This couple is caught in a mythical place called Schmigadoon, and they have to figure their way out. And in their attempts to get out, this giant musical unfolds that makes fun of all these musicals that you know and love, and you'll be, uh, you'll be enchanted by it.
1: And you liked it?
0: I loved it. I recommended it to Chuck, and he watched the whole thing,
2: what, last weekend? <laughs> I no just little, I think it was 2 nights ago I watched the whole season 1 in one sitting and two episodes of season 2 and then I fell asleep on my couch but but not because it wasn't great.
0: Yeah, it's called Chicago. <laughs> and it's the same thing. It's the same couple but they're trapped in another universe where everything is a musical theatrical production based on shows like Chicago and Cabaret and and Moulin Rouge and Three Penny Opera and Sweeney Todd, right, and shows that were more popular in the 60s and 70s and maybe even 80s. Hair, Jesus Christ Superstar, they're all in there. right. Yeah. It's really, really clever and really, really fun. And I don't know if it's as riveting as, say, bocce ball or filing your nails or reading poems, but I think you'll like it.
1: Well, that's an awfully high bar, um, so does it have, um, stars in it that we would recognize, or are they Kristen that... Chenoweth Oh, I love it? Kristen Chenoweth.
0: Yeah. Oh, she she's so is good. so good.
2: Isn't
1: so she
0: good.
2: clever? Who else is in it? Uh...
0: Well, the leads are Cicely Strong, who is uh-huh. um, pretty famous from Saturday Night Live, and she can sing, and she's very funny, and is it Michael Keyes, or Michael- Keenan uh, Key and Peel. So I think it's Yeah, the guy from Key
2: and Peel, Key. I forget his Key, name. Key, I think hmm. it
0: I think it's Michael Key. I could be wrong. But they're the leads, right? And they're constantly trying to figure their way through these crazy scenarios. Oh, and Pippin. Pippin is a big
2: uh, influence yeah. in Keegan in the Michael season. Key. Keegan Michael Key. He's got three Jane uh, Krakowski. Jane Krakowski is
0: terrific.
1: Uh, Alan Cummings is great. Oh, Alan Cummings is amazing. In
0: Martin Short plays a leprechaun. Funny. Oh, I'll, we'll funny, have
1: funny. to look for that. That sounds interesting.
2: It's so much fun.
0: But you know what else is great, Chuck? You pointed this out. I noticed it, but I didn't properly appreciate it. It's the the performances of the people in the chorus that, by yes. and large, kind of mail things in. I mean, not on Broadway, but you know, it's you're in the chorus probably because you're not lead material, right? The people in these courses are all incredible. They're world-class dancers, singers, and funny. And it's just really good. I mean, if anybody enjoys musical theater, actually, and even if
2: you don't, <laughs> you'll yeah. enjoy this. Because the, one of the lead characters, the, you know, Keegan-Michael Key, his character hates musicals. And he finds yeah. himself in the middle of one, and it's very funny.
0: Yeah. He's Great. trapped in Schmigadoon. For him, it's a total nightmare. Yeah. Yeah it's funny
1: <laughs> okay I'll give Seriously? you a okay. review yeah next time next time we have a podcast I'll I'll review it
0: so to test oh, I you love this where do you watch it
1: on Apple TV and it's called Schmigadoon okay good good
0: just making I sure I listen
1: I listen yeah
0: yeah and you file your nails while you're listening which is just you <laughs> and know you know it, what it,
1: they it, turned out pretty darn good <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where's dad right now?
1: Well, he was shooting pool with Pete um, over at Village Square before, so that usually takes a while, so I when don't do you, know. When do
0: you expect him back? I don't know. Because I got to go. I got I, oh. I got a thing to do.
1: Oh, wanna... well, you can call him this evening. I prefer he not to like talk to the...
0: him unless we're recording it. <laughs>
1: Really? No. Well, tomorrow no. he's taking me to a thing. I'm doing a speaking engagement tomorrow, so Dad's going to take me.
0: Oh, where? Don't worry; it'll it's, be over by the time this airs.
1: Oh, okay. It's in Cockeysville. I mean, if,
0: if you're worried about people showing up and mobbing you, don't worry; it's after the fact. Oh yeah,
1: they'll be lined up at the door. <laughs> yeah, it's it in Cockysville. No, well, you you never know. We have a far, far reach. Every place I just go. Just so people know,
0: Cockiesville is a real place. It's not like a joke yep. name.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Like Schmigadoon. Like Schmigadoon, right.
1: Schmigadoon. That's a, That's what
0: we should do, Chuck. We should write some sort of homage to Cockiesville. Just so people understand. I mean, I, I'm not even sure where the name came from. And
2: everybody talks like this.
1: Well, there's Santa a man named yeah. Cocky, and it was named for Mr. Cocky. No, seriously. Dad taught his son in school.
2: <laughs> You're kidding. Guy's name was Mr. Cocky.
1: Uh-huh. a Very shy guy.
2: Oddly enough, very shy guy. <laughs> it couldn't get Mr. It. Cocky out of his shell. <laughs> what
0: was his first well, name? Please say Richard.
1: Uh, should don't. I really say that, Mike? I don't know if I should say I, the man's first name.
0: I don't know. I, know I just it. like the idea of you know. I just like thinking there's somebody walking around called Dick Cocky.
1: Hey, John. <laughs> I thought I heard him.
2: Um... Well, wait a minute. When was Cockysville, you know, formed or started? Let me see. Well, why don't been, you
1: um, look that long, up?
2: A
0: long time ago. Yeah, if only we had access to a small handheld device.
1: I know. I'm afraid of I'll lose you. A large okay. of I had to turn knowledge. mine off because... It was interfering with my.
2: Cockeysville was named after the Cockey family who helped establish the town. Thomas Cocky, 1676 mm. to 1737, settled in Limestone Valley in 1725 at Taylor's Hall, in an area now just north of Padonia Road and east of Interstate 83. Hmm. That's it. That is Cockeysville. Go. Well, good
1: for Tom so Cocky. That's, wh- that's Old man where i going tomorrow. All right. Anyway, to speak. Oh, did you know, did I tell you that my first book about my mother is just went into the third printing?
0: (laughs) Wow. That is amazing. That is great.
1: Isn't that so good? I've been told that when you come out with a new book, it sparks renewed interest in your other books. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I'm (laughs) like I'm working on it. I know. So that's a
1: (laughs) that that's a good thing.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Good. And also, by the time we next speak on this podcast, you will have recorded your second book, which was true. never recorded, right? Because it uh, <clears throat> came out at the height of the lockdown about your it father. It did. Yeah. I it's, think the recording was a good was Uh Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going,
1: going to, to do that in um, June. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you do that. We'll get it arranged and uh, see if we can't get it up on the platform again because the last one you did, people loved it, and it would be fun to do that. And uh, then I'm going to need you to go ahead and finish your fourth book because, to your point, you get the fourth one out there. The third one's going to sell even more. We record the second one. The first one is going to sell even more. The more the first one sells, then, of course, the more the third one people are going to be interested, and so it goes.
1: Well, that was so interesting what you just said. (laughs) So Michael, Could you repeat it for
2: me? Because I fell asleep halfway through. Have
1: we done anything vaguely entertaining, you think, in this podcast?
0: It's hard to know, Mom. I mean, you know, there's been poetry. There's been hair growing out of old men's ears. You told us a riveting tale about lunch with seven centenarians. We recommended Schmigadoon and schmicago, And we know now that you have not one but two Bibles in your modest condominium over there at Oak Crest. And they work Really great as microphone stands. So I think, you know, if you look broadly at all of it, there's a certain entertainment value in it. But if you come to terms with the inescapable fact that it took us 41 minutes to get there, then one might want to consider the, uh, you know, the cost benefit and the return.
1: <laughs> on, You're really a good talker. Man. You talk a lot. Thanks. Did mom. you read That's my current I post?
0: I didn't. Did you read honestly. My cur-
1: Michael no, I, I read well, all your stuff.
0: Is it long? Do you want to read no. it? Are you proud of no, it? No, it's
1: short. Well, it's just doing very well. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. and oh, I don't know if I can do it because it, it's sort of visual. I'll I have to show you something.
0: Okay. Halfway
1: through, I have to show you something. All right, it's great. one of those yeah. arthritis days. So my husband went off to church alone while I lay around feeling sorry for myself. A couple of hours later, when he returned, my spirits were suddenly lifted, and I gave him a warm hug. I assured him it was as much about his presence as it was the paper shopping bag he set on the table. So here's a picture of this paper shopping bag. It's a Mission Barbecue bag.
2: Mission Hmm. Barbecue. Yeah, Mission Mm -hmm. Barbecue. Got it. Good. Okay. Okay.
1: As we sat enjoying our pulled pork barbecue and cornbread and green beans with ham, John pulled out his cell phone and read me a news story about a man who killed his grandmother with a hammer. (laughs) Husbands can be a mixed blessing. (laughs) (laughs) This is so your father, isn't it? Oh, Mike. You never know.
0: (laughs) That is so funny. You know, your mother had that same weird tick where they could things could go from just sweet and just lovely to so dark so fast i remember one day nana came over we were in the kitchen you and me just chatting and scott and i think maybe phil had gone down to the bridge and they had wandered down the stream you know through the culverts and under the highways and so forth and uh You had told them to be back like around 4, and it was like 4.10, and they weren't back. And (laughs) do you remember any of this?
1: Keep going. It's coming back.
0: (laughs) Your mother says, uh, "Where are Scott and Phil? And you said, oh, they're down there uh, by the bridge. You know, so they like to walk through the culvert and explore back there. And she says, Peggy, aren't you worried strangers will grab them and kill them and cut them to pieces and stack them up like cordwood? And I just remember sitting there, going, "What the? Where did that come from?"
1: Yeah. And then she she just
0: went on to talk about the way, you know, all the different forms of horrible abuse that could be foisted upon.
1: She would go to such extremes. I mean, she wouldn't just say, "Michael, don't run down those steps. You might fall." She would say, "Michael." If you run down those steps, you're going to break both of your legs and be in the hospital for the next four months and you won't see any of your friends. She (laughs) She just kept going.
0: You'll be pooping in a bag. Do you want to poop in a bag for the rest of your life, Michael? Then you don't run down the stairs. (laughs) And then there was usually a story about somebody, you know,
1: she Uh, knew from the old days. No, she went right to the worst case scenario of every hypothetical. (laughs) That's why we love her. My mother was the best material, hon. Next to your dad, my mother was.
2: That's your
0: first book. I mean, it's no coincidence, Chuck. You know, About My Mother is her first book. About Your Father is the second book. Vacuuming in the Nude, God knows where she went with that one. And I have no idea what to expect with the fourth one. But um, it's all in the works. So yes, Mom, this was entertaining. You landed the plane pretty nice there at the end. Oh, Thank you. Good. All right, then. Anything else? I really do have to go. I'm terribly late. I've got important work to do. <laughs>
1: well, I wouldn't want to hold you up, honey. And Peggy,
2: <laughs> you have dinner in four, five minutes.
1: Oh, well, you know, we're eating in this evening. Um, oh. Yeah, we have a lot of leftover stuff that will be good. Didn't you, you tell Chuck you a... had
0: a hard out? Didn't you say, I have a hard out and I need to I did, finished?
1: and I said, make sure Michael's not late like he usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, I might not have put it in quite those words, but that's what I meant.
2: He was and right on time. on time. And you
1: were on time, and as it turned out, it took me, what, 10 or 15 minutes? To- 10
0: minutes to figure out that you had an earpad.
2: Ear ear, ear 12, pad, was whatever right they
1: are. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. I forgot about that Bluetooth, t- uh, Chuck. Um, next time, I'll that's remember all right. that.
2: You know what? We'll get on a little extra early next time. It'll be fine. Okay,
1: and I'll, I'll do my nails ahead of time.
2: Yes, maybe so. That would be good.
0: (laughs) Does Dad still have access to the story of the person who killed the grandmother with a hammer?
1: Uh, It was on his phone. I don't know. Okay. I mean, you could probably look it up. A man kills grandmother. I mean, the comments were hysterical. (laughs) One woman said to me, oh, I'm feeling glad now my grandson is only five years old and very short. (laughs) So, (laughs) So not to worry about him. Killing her with a hammer, but the comments—honestly, <laughs> my readers are so clever; uh, they just no, entertain definitely. me with their comments. Yeah.
0: Hmm. As a keen observer of the human condition, I'm surprised you didn't ask me about my shirt.
1: Well, uh, what does it say? Tough to see. K U L P S.
0: S K U L. It says Skulls, Skulls Unlimited.
1: Oh, I remember that show.
0: Yeah, that was an early dirty job. I found this shirt. I was out of clean things to wear and it had been laundered and it was in a bag down in L.A. of random stuff we were going mean, to auction off once upon a time. I wore it home. It's my Skulls Unlimited shirt. I'm glad to have it back.
1: Yeah, I like it. It's, it's a s- great story. It's a nice brown shirt. Well, it just shirt.
0: reminds me, you know, the, the grandmother who was bludgeoned to death with the hammer was probably hitting the skull and it made me think, she- oh, look, I, I have a shirt with skull on it. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm looking for connections, guys. Always looking for connections.
1: I I can't tell you the story because, tell you the truth, I'm very good at just shutting down. I don't (laughs) listen to everything that's read to me.
0: Well, I really hadn't noticed, you know, like when you were reading your story, I was struck by the conspicuous lack of nail filing going on from me and Chuck. (laughs) By way of like a good audience. I guess I have to take that back as well. You're not really, yeah. you're not really a great audience. <laughs> Is this thing on? So,
1: so um, do we have to land the plane again?
0: No, God, We've... we're done. <laughs> okay. We're done. It's 48 minutes.
1: Oh, my goodness. 40... It, it's so nice yeah. to be with you guys. Mm. I look forward it's to nice this. It's nice to be with you. Yeah. I look
0: forward to it, too.
1: I just it's nice.
0: wish we had more sponsors.
1: Oh, no. You mean nobody likes us?
0: No, no, no. We're good. We're good. People like us. A couple more sponsors wouldn't be the worst thing.
2: You know what's not sponsorable content? The last two minutes of this right here. (laughs) That is not sponsorable. It's not good.
0: Why is it the second things get real and honest, your little sphincter slams shut so hard?
1: Oh, remember, I've got the Bible right here under my microphone. (laughs)
2: You you have two Bibles.
1: Let's let's leave my sphincter out of this for a change. Yes, okay. You know what?
0: That's very old testament of you.
1: You guys can continue this, and I'll go start supper.
0: And that's how you get rid of mom. (laughs) Bring up sponsors and sphincters. All right, Mom, I love you. you. I'll call you later.
1: Love you guys too.
0: Assuming I can find a sponsor, I'll I'll give that a ring too.
1: Ah,
2: All right, hon. Of all that's holy. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.
0: If you leave some stars, could you make it five? And before you go, could you please subscribe? If you leave some stars, could you make it five? And before you go, could you please subscribe? If you leave some stars, could you make it five? And before you go, before
2: you go, could you please? SUBSCRIBE!